The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want. Welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. And we're going to be talking about some of it at least tonight. And vodka. And, and, well, and vodka. Not, no, not made in Russia. No, this is Connecticut. No, this is Connecticut, Connecticut vodka. vodka. We, are, uh, we have dumped all our Russian vodka. We oh, did. We did. Dumped it. No longer dumped Russian it. Vodka. Just like the Russian. Tastes like shit anyway. Yeah, Russian right. vodka tea party. Yes. It was the Russian vodka tea, tea party. party. Yes. yes. Vodka mm-hmm. party. Russian vodka party. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. A lot has happened in the week we did our last broadcast. Yes, the uh, the Russians uh, did invade. They did. They did. They They most. They went across that Biden line in the sand and started taking it to the Ukrainian people. Well, they thought they were going to take it to the Ukrainian people. Yeah, hasn't been working out very well for them at the moment. We are five days in. Yep, five days. Five days in. Five days in. Uh, they once again failed to take the capital city last night. Again. Again. Um, so that's that's a positive thing. That's the capital city of Kiev. Right. Which to, is the uh, Ukrainian pronunciation. Right. And actually... Um, and Kiev is the Russian pronunciation. Yes. And uh, the mayor so, is actually the former heavyweight champion of the world. And he has... One of the Klitschko brothers. And he has yeah. taken up arms. Yes. they both Klitschko brothers. Yes. And the current heavyweight champion. And, and former Miss World. Yes, Miss World. Or Universe. The universe. Miss Ukrainian, universe. The chick from Ukraine was hot. Either way. Right. Either hot. way. She's carrying a machine this gun. Is, this is, this is turning into a celebrity... Right. Not celebrity confrontation. Look. Not that we look. We don't look. So, no. No, no, no. Not at all. We're, we're, we're impressed. Yes. Um, along with the Russian people. Yes. Uh, the government's giving out AKs and ammo. Yep. Um, Could you imagine that happening here? I can't. I can't. No, no. Well, no. The liberals it, thought, no, we can't it, do that! Children might get a hold of the cause, guns! Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's a good chance we fight <laughs> our own government. They're not going to give us the ammunition right. and able to do that. Well, no. I, you know, I mean, see if the roles reverse and the Russians were invading here, the Chinese... Um, 
I just don't see that happening. I mean, like the liberals would be worried about the kids, you know, the kids getting a hold of the machine guns I would, or some stupid shit like that. They'd rather have a you know Chinese boot on their neck than a kid possibly picking up an M16. I would say, <laughs> I would say, they won't have to. In theory, in theory, technically, we have a civilian standing army of eighty million. Well, no, it was just the point I was making. I, I get that. I, I understand I that. that the we are one of the I highly most gun ownership countries oh, yeah. on the entire planet. So we, we are good there. Sadly, so. the, out of the 350 million, only 80 million have the guns. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's women, children in that number, but... So the bulk of the population does not have... Maybe we should just get together and take shit over then. 80 million of us? Eight. With the arms and the other ones don't have any guns? That is the whole premise behind infringing. Now, that would be an insurrection. That, that now, would, that, folks, what you call an just, insurrection. Okay? Not, not just, just 80, that not just 80 people January at Capitol Hill yeah. Yeah. and Buffalo helmets and yeah. fire extinguishers. <laughs> right. But uh, with taking selfies and trying to steal the podium, which I think is just too funny. Yeah. I'm not looking at that for eBay. I didn't see it yet, but someone's going to put up that for eBay. <laughs> um, but 80 million, 80 million gun owners, and I'm sure they'll share. They got more than oh, one. Sh- I've got more than one. Yeah, well, you do. You well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand them out like candy. Here yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, so Ukraine, we're going to start with Ukraine, get that out of the way, bright and early. Uh, if you are tuning in, at the bottom of our screen is the address for our show. If you want to jump in, you have a comment. Not our physical address, mind you. No, no, not no, a physical. No, no. It's not our, it's our, out. it's our virtual, virtual uh, reality show. Uh, you can also, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, type in comments to us, and with any luck, the system works, and we'll get those comments here, and we'll try to answer questions. Um, but if you want to join the conversation, you have something productive and, and constructive. The great thing about us we is if we don't know the answer, I guarantee we'll make shit up just for you. Yeah, we'll so, give you an answer. We'll give you an answer. May not be the right answer. right one, but we will give we you will, something. You can you could Google it or you can just ask us. Probably get the same response no matter how you go about that. True. True. So Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine. So five days in. Yes. So I don't know if it was us or if it was some other... Some, I got a feeling it was probably us because we're, we're just cowards sometimes. Some government official got a hold of Zelensky, who is the president of the Ukraine, and offered him safe passage out of his country. Yep. And his response is, you need to send me ammunition, not a ride. Yep. You got you to like that. That's, yep. that's a set of cajones yep. on our boy. Um, that you just you got to give him credit. He's a he's kind of a not a Donald Trump, but he's he was a reality actor or something, or he was in a reality show where he was the president of something, hmm. like president of the Ukraine, and then no one legitimately was running for the spot, and he ran for. It's my understanding how he came into power. He really wasn't a politician per se, but he was an actor that played one on TV. And now he's playing one in real life, and he's got Kind of like Donald Trump. Yeah, okay, that's Mike Pence. Oh, he's, Mike Pence, sorry. Donald Trump. Here we go. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Now, see, that, why would they put him that way? See, oh, I can see Donald's face this way. You can see Donald that but way. But if I was left-handed, You don't want to get... Perhaps. Well, you'll be, be looking at Pence and so make, make him a little nervous. So, 
Yeah, send, uh, don't send, send me ammo, don't send me a ride. This is not my cup. Well, it is now. It Anvil is now. gave it to me as a gift, so I was not aware. Um, I thought Don was on both sides. No, because so, you know, they're trying to be fair yeah. and balanced. Yep, fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. Just like the show. Fair just, and balanced. Just like this show. <laughs> uh, some other th- interesting things coming out of uh, this first five days. Apparently there is a rogue, I think it's a MIG. I'm not sure what the number, MIG-28, MIG-26. It's a MIG-29. MIG-29 that oh. has been labeled the Ghost of Kev. Yeah. Kiev. Ghost of Kiev. And this is a, I don't know who he is. I don't know how he got his hands on a, a MIG. But so far he's taken out six or eight planes. Yeah. Now here's the thing, um, and I, I want to stress, I should have stressed this before we even started. The information that we're getting, that everybody's getting, you know, whether it be from Fox or CNN, or, you know, the BBC, Big Black Hawk, whatever it may be, whatever news agency you're getting information from, you got to remember a lot of it's going to be uh, incorrect. Now, and the reason I immediately right. brought this up was, you know, the MIG. Um, it was reported by more than one news agency was a MiG-29. Now, I have a problem with it being a MiG-29 because that's one of the newer versions of, of the Russians' uh, top fighters, uh, the MiG-29 Fulcrum. So for Ukraine to have that particular jet doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, you know, I, again. But, yeah. but So I'm just saying just be careful. Right. They're going to get things wrong, and this could this, be one of the details that are absolutely – it could be a MiG, you know, MiG-25 Foxbat or something like that, right. which is an older model. Uh, which would make a lot more sense, to be honest with you. If you missed yeah, our opening, so. it was covered in the opening that, you know, we, we we use the internet for our content, so you really can't hold us liable for it. Yeah. So he's flying something, something fairly he's, yeah, fairly he's, current. He's flying a jet. We're nothing, this we're sure of. It's not a biplane. It's yeah. not. It's not a crop duster. <laughs> yeah. This guy. You know. This guy. Whoever this guy is, the ghost of Kiev. Not the Red Baron. The ghost right. of Kiev <laughs> is a certified ace. He's got at least five kills under his belt. And he's getting more. So, gosh darn bless him. Um, and you know what? This may just be some made-up tale, but it's giving hope right. to the to the Ukrainian people. That's yeah. that's what a lot of this is. Yeah, well, anytime you can inspire your oh, people absolutely. with horrific, 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 horrific situations, horrific, yeah, whatever. Um, it's always a good thing. Um What's interesting is, um, I know we predicted it on this show more than once. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, the Russians would invade, which they did, and that it would go very quick at first. But then, uh, I remember the correct terminology was used, that it would be like they were stuck in, in mud. 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 Uh, and they couldn't move forward. And actually get pushed back. Like the air base was taken, and it got retaken by the Ukrainians. Right. Uh, I think it was in the second or third day. Um, the Russian troops that are being used, and here's an interesting thing, and I don't think a lot of people know this. Um, a lot of them were conscripts. They're new soldiers. They had no idea <laughs> what was going on. Uh, they weren't really given a lot of orders up until the day of the invasion. And, and maybe that was to mask the movement. No. They were afraid yeah. of leaks or whatever. But these aren't, these aren't uh, sol- career soldiers, put it that way. So um, I think the terminology that's used is, uh, you know, they don't. They, I saw convoys that actually ran out of gas. You know, they ran out of gas. <laughs> you know, these these armored personnel carriers are in. Mm. They're in Ukraine and they're out of gas. Must, must, the must, Russian must. Shoulder, soldiers are pulled over on the side of the road, right? And the Ukrainian guy pulls up in his freaking car and he's like, 
you know, bitching at him, and they're like, well, we're out of gas. <laughs> he goes, maybe that's a sign you shouldn't be here, you know? <laughs> they're running out of gas. And they were told to conserve ammunition because they, they expected... I, it kind of goes back to World War II when Hitler made the, the mistake of, you know, attacking Russia. It went very quick, very fast, very devastating at first. They, made, they took a shitload of ground. And Hitler had this idea that uh, if you kicked on the door... The whole house would fall in. Yeah. You know, kicked down the front door, the whole house would fall in. That was his idea of what was, the Russian yeah. military was like. And I think the same thing has happened this time in reversal. I think the Russians had thought, well, well, we'll kick him in the teeth real hard in the beginning, and it, just, it will just fold. The Ukrainians will fold. And they are finding out that they're not just facing the Ukrainian military that's had years to prepare for this. Because, you know, this happened in 2014, so right. they've learned their lesson. They have tactics. In uh, strategic situations, I'm sure they developed just for this type of attack from Russia. You know, I I had one in my mind of what they were doing, and I think maybe after the war uh, is over, the ceasefire is called. You were going to see, and you know, as the details come out over the months and maybe even a year, you're going to see this is pro- some of this uh, strategy was used. I think what the Ukrainians did was uh, they knew certain areas that they could hide, probably underground wait for the Russians to advance past their, their, their points. They would have the civilians, the, you know, the, uh-huh. the, the volunteer force providing cover fire. And that would fool the Russians thinking this is actually Ukrainian army that they're fighting. As they're engaged with the civilian force, the Ukrainian forces would come out of their hiding and attack them in the rear and wiping out whole units, and literally whole units, uh, by doing this uh, procedure. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think you'll see that. And uh, this has not been on any news network. I'm just telling you what I think they did. Some of the strategies they employed is probably something very similar to what I just laid out. Um, you know, uh, the Russian troops that are in there right now, there's convoys along the main fucking roads. I mean, like, miles long. I mean, like, 17 miles long of a convoy. I mean, like, it's, that's begging for, like, an air support to annihilate them. There's no air cover. Even the Russian, I don't know where the Russian jet fighters are because there's no air cover for these these convoys. Well, and unfortunately, Ukrainians don't have much of an air force. I was going to say, I don't think Ukraine has much. Yeah, much. But of my an God, air force. if anyone else gets involved, they could wipe out that invasion within w- probably six hours, five to six hours. They could type, not even that. I mean, 17 miles long, you would just take out that whole entire fucking convoy. And what's even more interesting is these are obviously uh, IFR units. Okay, and if you don't know what IFR means, it means I follow roads. In the military, meaning they don't know how to go through. And I'm making this up; it's a real terminology. Well, all right, they don't know how to make their way uh, through fields and forest, and they don't make. So they're taking the quickest, easiest route they can find, which is a road. And they probably have maps, <laughs> you know, or if the satellites are working, maybe they have Google. I don't know, but you know, they're they're definitely I follow road soldiers. Well, <laughs> right. So that's funny because. And again, you know, I, I think I think you're right. I think Ukraine's been prepared for this. I think they've prepared the civilian population for this. But what's funny, you're talking about the IFL roads. Um, and this was within, I saw the story within the first couple of days, is that the Ukrainians started taking down all the road signs. Yeah. Anything that was a physical road sign, they started taking down. Right. Now, on the electronic ones, they had like, Go the fuck home. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they've they've tried to make it as difficult as possible to figure out where they're going, where what roads going to lead where, you know. Um, which in in this day and age, 
with with the with GPS, I'm not sure how. It's it's a it's a start. It's doing something in case these idiots don't have GPS they're using. But I don't know why they didn't just Amazon some <laughs> GPS from, from you know Amazon get some Amazon GPSs and use them because. Well, you don't need to have a road sign to follow GPS. It's obvious the Russians weren't well prepared for this at no, this point. No, and I, it, I mean, if you're running out of fuel and you're running out of rockets already on the second day, the second day we're having, you know, ammunition problems. You, well, run out, you, run you're out not of, well prepared at run all. Running out of fuel is funny because you know everyone's all freaked by you know Russia has <laughs> so much gas they're exporting, yeah, right? And that's one of their economic. <laughs> yeah, I. But See, they can't get the, the petrol to their own goddamn no, soldiers. No, no, no. Um, I and I guess I, it's, it's been so long that we didn't, we just don't think we don't talk about these things. Putin's been in power for 22 years. That's a long time. 22, 22 freaking years. And he's done this before. Yep. He's he's gone into other areas and invaded, taken them over. And there hasn't been a big stink. little stink. Right. Um... When he was using chemical weapons, I think Trump unleashed some some well, cruise that, missiles at him. Yeah, but that 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 I think that was a framing job, and I we'll discuss that. Well, yeah, that, I, that, yeah, that, that was a framing saying. job. That that I I can almost guarantee you that wasn't the Russians, believe it or not. I, that yeah. was a CIA job. But regardless, yeah. um, a guy. But anyways, yeah, it really was. Uh, but uh, but any incursion he's made in the past right. twenty two years Chechnya has gone has gone unanswered. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I think he was thinking Belarus? the same yeah. thing was going to happen. Right, and uh, it's not. Other countries have finally joined in. Uh, Germany has closed its airspace to Russian aircraft. Uh, Turkey is blockading the waterway, the the water waterway side yeah. of uh, Ukraine from letting. Uh, Ships in. Um, the Russian people don't seem to be happy from from reports no, I'm getting. No, no, no. The oligarchy, which are the you know the Pelosi's and Schumer's of Russia, aren't happy about the way it's going. Nope. Um. So yeah, uh, Ian, Elon Musk, uh, opened up his satellite system so they could have access to internet and things like that. In Ukraine. In the Ukraine. Yeah. In Ukraine. Uh, the EU is. Come up with five hundred million in arms. They're sending. Even Germany finally. Germany yep. throwing some 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 uh, stuff out there. So uh, and they're at the peace tables. Right. I think well, today or yesterday they were talks started, and yeah, uh, talks, it's just not acceptable. Right. Talk started, but here's here's the kicker: um, the Russians are doing so bad that uh, soldiers from Chechnya and soldiers from Belarus. Have come into the fight. I don't know if you know. I, I, I read about Belarus today. Yeah, and Chechnya as well. And some of these soldiers on the Chechnya side, you know, they're pretty fierce fighters. They have a reputation because they fought the Russians for years, right? Um, before everything, you know, came back together. But regardless, um, so that just shows you a sign of desperation at this point of how bad uh, the war is going uh, for the Russians. Um, from every, you know, if you look, if you had everything in a, in a notebook. And you were comparing everything, you know, artillery to tanks to air support, uh, ground forces, ground forces equipment. Uh, Russia should have rolled over this, them. This should have been a and, and that is the opposite, like I predicted, <coughs> the opposite is, is, uh, is happening. Um, I think Russia will have to pull back 
Um, they're not going to give up everything they've taken. Um, the the the, e the most eastern parts they first took over, the, the ones that were disputed to begin with, I think they'll stay there. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling that uh, they're going to have they're going to have to pull back. There's no way that he can subdue this population. I mean, they're going to fight him with kitchen knives and shit. The soldiers will be sleeping. They'll be stabbed in their fucking throats. I mean, like, this is... No, this is really how they're going to be fought. This is going to be guerrilla warfare, and I think he's starting to realize that. And the, the price politically, uh, economically, uh, socially, uh, that the Russians are going to pay is, is not... Uh, it's not a high enough... Uh, it's, it's not going to trade off for him, and I think he'll realize that. And the only reason he brought up the nuclear weapons shit, everyone was freaking out, you know, he yeah. nuclear... And that was just to keep... You know, not to buy would ever do anything. God Almighty, talk about someone who's worthless. Jesus Christ, sorry God. Um, I think he was worried that you know Biden would fold and give in to the war hawks and actually provide some real shit. You know, no fucking around. You know, some manpower, if you will, um, even air support, no fly zone, whatever. Um, and uh, I think that was the Russian, you know, Putin's way of saying, look, if you do this. This is what I've got going. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to play around. And I think they're scared Biden enough where he, he wouldn't do anything. It took the, it actually took the EU to embarrass, embarrass us. They're the ones who put the oh, yeah. sanctions on the banks, the main banks, the central banks. Yep, then we followed suit six hours later because we saw them. And we look like a bunch of fucking. Yeah, idiots. we're not, we're not leading. We're no, not we're leading not. the charge. Again, we're not leading. Us. We are following um, again. Imagine that. What a shocker. And again, you can. And so you want about Trump? But one, I don't yeah. think this would have happened. No, no, this would never have happened. <coughs> and if it was going this way, <coughs> there'd been some different steps taken to uh, take that. So yeah, the, the nuclear thing. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at this very moment in time. Now that Belarus is involved and soldiers from Chechnya. It, it shouldn't come to a shock to anybody that if another foreign government, maybe the French, you know, um, <clears throat> maybe Poland, one of these countries, uh, I'm betting more on the French, the French Foreign Legion, um, clandestine, you know, trying to get in, getting involved without being officially involved in the fighting, uh, trying to even out the score a little bit. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if there were uh, soldiers that... Uh, it's not, it wouldn't be the first time we've done this. Um, we got involved in a war uh, unofficially with ground troops. We've done it in the past. Um, we, America, has done it in the past. Other countries have done it in the past. It wouldn't come to a shocker to kind of, you know, maybe even out mm -hmm. the, uh, the playing field just a little bit. So, advisors, as they're called. Advisors. <laughs> they're, they're more than advisors. Yeah, see, I was thinking about that on the drive home from work today, just... How there isn't uh, a ghost squad or a shadow squad that, you know, all of a sudden, 20 of your best fighter pilots take vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow stumble across <laughs> whatever it is, F F-32s, F-35s, whatever, that are done up in the Ukrainian colors. And the Ukrainians opened it up to them, and I'll tell you how they did it. They said, if you want to come and fight for Ukraine, he, he, the president did, we'll give you the weapons. Come and see us. We will give you, we will give you ammo. We will give you guns. That opens it up. Hey, I might be in the French Foreign Legion, but I'm also a citizen. I'm on my way. Hey, Paul, John, Lapé, come with me. You know, I mean, they all, you know, yeah, I mean, this, so. is how, this is how it works. You know, so. Um, 
I guess they also have petitioned the uh, EU to let them in. Yeah, the European Union. European Union. Uh, things are crazy at the UN. I guess <clears> they've <throat> been protesting at the UN. Um, oddly enough, the country in charge of the Security Council this year is the Russians. Yeah, imagine that. Huh? Makes it tough to get a vote through <laughs> the Security <laughs> Council when <laughs> the person running the Security Council is the Russians. There's some calls that had them booted out of the UN. Um, I wish, you know, you'd let us know if we could figure out a way to get booted out of the UN as well. But Yeah, getting booted out of the UN, that, I don't know if that's the right right move. That's really ratcheting it up. Oh, yeah. I, just, I mean, that's... I mean, it's it's pretty bad now. I mean, they're gonna feel it's gonna take a few weeks for the Russians to real. I mean, they're already running out of money, but you yeah. know, I just saw the lines to Russia at the ATM machines. <laughs> There's no more money in the machine, dummies. There ain't more coming out, standing there for eight hours pushing buttons. It's an ATM, not a printing press. <laughs> Those are only available in the United States. <laughs> so yeah, um, God bless Ukraine. God, yeah. God speed yep. to them in their their fight. Um, I find it. I was thinking about this too today, where I find it very difficult to totally get my head around a country like Russia going to that, not like, I mean, Russia one time was a super, I mean, Russia was like, we were, they were a superpower. Right. They still are to a when there was odd, odd degree. Right. But it'd be, it'd be like us invading Canada or Mexico, not that we want to. But I couldn't see why, just because a bunch of Canadians speak English, or just because Spanish is now our national language, we go in to take Mexico. It just, as a, a quote-unquote civilized country that has, you know, come a long way from the Cold War and the Berlin Wall and all that stuff, to start this kind of aggression for no for no clear reason, other than a land grab. Well, you know, he is not, uh, this is not the days of Stalin um, or Lenin. He is does not have the kind of power in Russia that I think a lot of people think he does. Um, he's not, you know, it, there's going to be major repercussions for him personally on this uh, when it's all said and done. And don't be surprised if his, if he's removed from power. One way or the other. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, like, One way or the this other. is not, he's not Stalin. He doesn't have the kind of control Stalin has. It's not even close. It's night and day difference between what, what Stalin could do the, and what this guy could do. Well, I think at this point, the oligarchies oh, yeah, they have the power. They have the yeah. money, they have the power. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and then, you know, and if, they, if he's not killed in the process, he's going to face war crimes. They're going to come after him. Oh, they're already, they're already starting an yeah. investigation yeah. of war crime war issues. Crimes, yeah. You know, cluster bombs are being Because apparently they're targeting the civilian, yeah. civilian targets. You know, and I, I, I swear, it, it was one of the, the first night, you know, and the first footage came out of that one gigantic explosion. It sure looked like a fucking mushroom crowd to me. It looked like a strategic tactical nuke. That's what it looked like. It was a huge mushroom crowd uh, cloud uh, wherever it hit. Um, so if he gets nailed for that, that's some, that's some pretty serious shit. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I got a feeling... I don't know. I mean, you think about it. All JFK wanted to do was get rid of the CIA. And he didn't make it out of Dallas. <laughs> no, <he did> not. <laughs> okay. No. So I'm thinking these oligarchs that are going to have a hell of a time with anything now. You're going to see this guy as a problem. 
and they're gonna they're gonna follow the U.S. example, and you know not only get rid of this guy, but the next one they put in, power will be in their pocket. Yeah, you know. But neither here nor there. We just want to talk about that kid that way. Um, so we yes. can cover other stuff tonight. Um, Oh, so, uh, just a couple other things that happened this week. We get, to, get this all the way, then we get into the alien stuff. I, I swear to God, There's alien stuff. Alien there. stuff. Extra, extra, extraterrestrials. We didn't even. Should have started out the X Files song tonight. Uh, we should have. Uh, I'll do it on the podcast. Okay. I'll do music on the podcast. So this week is the CPAC annual convention. That is the Conservative Political Action Committee. CPAC. You know who would be great to run for president? I know Trump won the freaking vote, the straw vote, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Connie Rice. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's Republican. Yeah. She's African-American or black, whatever the hell they want to call today. I mean, she's a woman. Dude, she's conservative. She's smarter than shit. She'd be a great candidate. Uh Nikki Haley is a running mate or something like that, or vice versa, one of the two, I don't care. Great, just killer, killer um, possibilities. Well, right there. interesting, inter- I don't know how much you were found the CPAC stuff this week. Yeah, well, okay. Interesting agenda. Friday night at the Reagan dinner event, and this is kind of like an invitation only. Yeah, we didn't get invited. Get, we didn't we, get invited this we, next year. The guest speaker was none other than Tulsi Gabbard. No shit. I did not know this. Um, They approached her. The Matt and can't remember his wife's name who organized this every year. Uh, Matt approached her and said, hey, going to sound crazy, but I'd love to have you come and do this. And she's like, hey, you're right. Sounds crazy. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) And uh, she was the guest speaker at this, I won't say exclusive dinner event, but that's... I could the, vote for the her. mover, the mover and shakers that are in the party in the conservative party and Republican party, we're at this dinner event. Um, it's called the Reagan Dinner event, I believe, or it was in the Reagan Room or something. I don't know. But anyways, she was the guest speaker and uh, spoke for about forty minutes. Um, just incredible talk. Yeah, she um, she's highly intelligent. Uh, she is a a veteran, combat veteran. Uh, I think she's still current, active actually. I think she yeah. deserves. Um, uh, former congresswoman, obviously from Hawaii. Uh, she, I don't, you know, I could never see her on the ticket per se, but I could definitely see her as appointed after whoever the Republican is going to win because they're going to win easy. I mean, in two thousand twenty-four. Um, but I definitely see her as UN ambassador. There's no doubt about it. Like what Nikki Haley was. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki Haley knocked it out of the park when she was uh, the UN ambassador, former governor. Um, but uh, I could definitely see uh, Tulsi. In that role, um, she's smart as a whip. She, yeah, she. Her speech was was very direct and to the point. Um, she didn't hold back. Took shots where the shots need to be taken. Yep. Talked about you know, crazy stuff going on. Talked about crazy stuff going on in Ukraine. Um, need to say Trump was a keynote speaker of the event. And his speech went just a tad bit longer. He was <laughs> he was on about an hour and a half, I think. I got through 36 minutes of it as I'm going to drive in to work. Um, Trump is Trump. That's all I got to say. He was funny. He, he's, 
he had him eating out of his hand. I get, I get it, that's his group, but I, you know, I got, I was really thinking about who the Republican, you know, the possibilities for nom- uh, nominee for 2024, the people who would run. Obviously, Trump's at the top of the list. Duh. You know, uh, the Florida governor obviously is up there. Nikki Haley's up there. Um, the uh, young lady from uh, North Dakota. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the governor. I can't yeah, think of her name off the top of my head. Um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities on the Republican side. To be honest, though, as much as I thought Trump did a great job in a lot of areas, um, maybe it is time to move on from Trump. I could, I could get behind Nikki Haley in a heartbeat. You know, there's no doubt in my mind she'd be a perfect candidate to become president of the United States. Um, she has the experience, and she is so smart. Um, and she's a veteran as well, I believe. Uh, I just think she'd be a perfect candidate. You know, and being a woman, mm. that'd be a big step for the Republican Party to have, you know, your your nominee to be well, a female. Right. But I, th- I Right. And I think whoever's going to be, they need to get out there now and they need to get Trump in their corner well, either I, officially or unofficially he's going to run I, I think that's what the problem is he's going to run and being the, the guy that lost yeah. you know you're, you're kind of given the man I mean you're pretty much exu- assumed that you're going to you're going to be the nominee again that's pretty much how it works you know he was former president he lost and alright he's going to be the nominee it's, this, this is how these yeah, things work I you know, know. Um, for the Democrats, it's not going to be Hillary Clinton. I really thought she had a chance, but now this Maxwell shit, it's going to engulf the Clintons. There's a lot more to this. It's going to get really nasty. She's going to sing like a canary, I think, to save her hide at least a little bit. Um, but uh, the Clintons are going to get dragged in that mud. Um, and not Hillary, mind you, but Bill. I, yeah, he's going to get dragged in. The prince settled. Yeah. You know. Uh, the Queen is going to, so offense, sorry everybody, I really feel the Queen will pass this year. Um, Prince Charles become King Charles. Um, and I don't think he'd be king very long. You know, I don't, uh, he's old. He's an older guy. Yeah. He's up there. I mean, maybe 10 years, maybe. Maybe. You know, if he's lucky. Uh, and then the, the kid would take over. Um, but regardless, when the when the Queen passes away, uh, the you know, the Prince there uh, when his brother you know Charles will take over but Charles isn't going to protect him I don't think I really think that uh, he's going to be hung out to dry and there's some major repercussions coming for that gentleman um, but Bill Clinton will get caught up in that and maybe the prince may sing I don't know how it's going to work but th- whatever happens Hillary Clinton will not be the nominee so that doesn't leave a lot of choices in Democrats they don't have anyone that's good they don't they simply have nobody we know it's not going to be Biden he'll be done this end of this year um that leaves Harris, and she sucks, and they won't want her as the nominee. So she'll finish out the term, the year or two is left, and she'll be, she'll be out. So that doesn't leave anybody. So, as I said before, the perfect matchup, 2024, you got the president who felt he was robbed, mm-hmm. okay, and Trump. Then you've got, this is the only guy, I think this would be such a great match, okay, because they both got to... A legitimate claim to the throne. No, Al Gore. Al Gore. Al Gore. You, you know, in the Democrats' mind, he was robbed, and maybe he was. Maybe he was. And what? A, and he did win the popular vote. He lost Florida by what a couple thousand yeah. votes. You know, after it was retaliated yeah. like ten freaking times. So, in the Supreme Court, 
kind of stepped in and then kind of stepped back out, and that was the end of it. Um, again, the Supreme Court did not do their job like they didn't do it in the last election, by the way. Uh, so you would have a, you got two people who can claim that they were robbed, right? I mean, it'd be a very dynamic type of race. So in my opinion, Democrats, right. if you're listening, Al Gore's your man. Well, hell, I'd vote for Al Gore. He's smarter than shit. I was on his campaign. I worked on his campaign as a, a volunteer. Did yeah, you know that? I know. I yeah, heard, yeah. I heard. I heard. Before, right. I heard. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> so, still my Al Gore. Uh, see, I think I think Hillary's going to squeak out of this. Maybe not unscathed, but not enough to hurt her. She won't be. I think she will. I think she will. I think. I think. I think. I think Bill's going to get arrested for something. And he's going to be hanging in his cell the next day. <laughs> I think Hillary's going to come out as a lesbian. Oh, God. And say that she wasn't even paying attention to what Bill was doing as long as she was, he wasn't touching her. And she'll be she's going to campaign on being the first lesbian president of the United States. It's a possibility. And I'll tell you what, with backstab. And, and getting the LGBTQMMP <laughs> group to back her. All, all, all 7% of the population they control. I'm just, I'm just, right at this particular point, my money's still on Hillary. All right, all right. So I will, I will give you a little, a little history. Uh, there is some, <laughs> there is some possibilities this is going to be true, and I'll tell you why. Because it is reported uh, by more than one source that Bill Clinton had made a comment one time that, uh, you know, the lack of sex with Hillary, and he said, you know, Jesus, Hillary gets more pussy than I do, uh, meaning that she was a lesbian, you, you know, and you. had been for years. So there's, Jeez. again, I'm not saying this is true. This is what we heard, alleged. Alleged. We're not saying this is true. Alleged, or is she? Is it, I think we're supposed and to say. And I think you know for, to uh, legal to cinch in that vote. <laughs> she's, she's a lesbian. She used to be a man. Is she? She used to be a man. Maybe she was. It, so now, now she's now Whatever. she'll be the first transgender lesbian president. History books. There's history to be written here. There is history. To be I'm just written. saying. Or is there? February twenty eighth, twenty. 22, my feeling is she'll scoot out on this whole investigation. Bill will be dangling in some cell someplace, and she will come out as, if not a transgender lesbian candidate, at least a lesbian candidate. (laughs) So, I don't know. There's a reason my wife's a psychic in the family. That's right. Um... Couple of odd things. Uh, apparently, our New York State Governor has seen the light, and as of the second of March, children will no longer have to be masked. In the mask mandates in schools, she's lifted them. And I think she's put the put the uh, mandate authority in the hands of the individual districts. Yeah, which is what she did with when she lifted the mandate in the state. She turned around and left the mandates to the local municipalities and businesses to decide what they wanted to do. So she's trying to weasel a lot of, out of that by saying, oh, uh, hands off, it's up to you guys. Now, you- could, it be, could it be that people actually looked at the science and found out that what we were saying, that this mass shit is stupid and isn't doing anything? Is it possible people actually looked at the science instead of working off emotion? Or they could have just been listening to, you know. Or they, yeah, they could have listened to our show. Listen to our show or, 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 uh, or uh, what's his face there? Joe you, Rogan? Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. I was to say Jan, Dan Bongino, but he's a different guy. Same idea. Oh, they're trying to drag him through the mud over something today, actually. Uh, in, in regards to Ukraine. Trying to say he said something, I don't know. Well, they're saying Putin, I don't Trump, know Trump's praising Putin. He's not. He said 
Putin was a smart man. I think he is. But Trump has wholeheartedly condemned. Yeah. You don't stay in power for 20-odd years if you're, if you're an idiot. Well, you know. Joe Biden's in politics 47. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, no. Just but, saying. No, that's a good point. I mean, like, I'm just the guy. Saying. And remember the first time he ran for president? He actually, and this is truth, and it's a fact, and why the media. Didn't he run a couple media, times? Well, the the one year he was actually doing pretty well, and then mm-hmm. it turns out he had uh, he lied about a bunch of shit, and, oh, yeah. and he got called out on it, and he had to drop out of the race. Yeah. You know, I think, I can't remember what year it was. Uh, it was in the late 80s. But regardless, um, so, yeah, you know, he has a history of uh, whatever. He's smart. He's he's the uh, Teflon Joe Biden. <laughs> you know, shit doesn't stick. So another another mass mandate news. Uh, oddly enough, oddly enough, the Capitol is rescinding the mass mandate just prior to the State of the Union address. Well, imagine that. My God. Imagine that. Also, wow. State of the Union address is Tuesday, I believe. Yes. Is tomorrow. it Tuesday? It's tomorrow. 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 Tuesday. Uh, or as we like to call, open mic night at Dangerfields. Yeah, and because <laughs> this will be, this will be. I'm gonna watch just because it's gonna be Comedy Central. And I'm gonna watch the after show, the after party, <laughs> because the Democrats are putting up Rashada Taleb, who was one of the 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 squad, to do a rebuttal. It's. It's, it's your president. The squad is putting up one of their own to do a rebuttal to Biden's speech in the name of the Community Mothers Program or something. <laughs> so it's going to be a what-the-fuck moment because you're going to have one rebuttal by the Democrats and one rebuttal Better by the Republicans, uh, both being given by women. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Maher called it, it's like sacking your own quarterback. <laughs> Get him! So, um, <laughs> Turn if if for nothing else, I'm going to watch it for the comic <laughs> standpoint to see why your own party is already feeding on you. So that should be that should be effing interesting. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is back in the news, kinda. Oh, wait, 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 wait! We're going to jump to that. Let's let's go back just a little oh, bit. Okay, the State Union. So leading up to this, the State of the Union before the Ukraine shit hit the fan, the Russians. You know, they had like 10 drafts of what they were going to say. Yeah, right. none of them were. Gas, I mean, inflation was a problem. None of them Gas was going up a little bit, but it wasn't, you know, things weren't super crazy, right? But they had to throw all that shit out. And I can guarantee you for the past week, the past five days, all they've been doing is writing drafts of what to say <laughs> and what to do. Like, all right, so we import 900 billion barrels of oil yeah, from yeah. Russia. Uh, how do we get around this? We killed the, the pipeline, but we gave the okay, you know, prior for the, you know, the pipeline from Russia to Germany. I mean, like, there's all these things that they have to find solutions for, in that state of union address. Uh, no, no. And and unfortunately for, I, I feel a little bad for Mr. Biden, believe it or not. I really do because, his own party, got the knives out at him. His own party's going after the guy. Well, With sharp. Sharp, you know. What, remember Caesar? I know. Fifty-two senators Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's why he's doing it on the first of March, not the fifteenth. Yeah. The Ides of March for those that need to look that up on Google. Um, they're gonna do them just a little bit early this this month, this year. Um, I am putting money, and I don't know if this is there's a book line on it at the sports sports betting place. I would bet at some point in his speech. The teleprompter goes down. Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. He'd be fucked. Teleprompter goes down. 
or someone hacks in <laughs> and puts on this totally fucked up speech. What's that group, Anonymous? Please. Anonymous. Please, Anonymous. Anonymous. Please. Well, I, I, I think they're a U.S. backed hacking team, but. Well, I don't think they're U.S. backed. Hey, I think, hey careful. I think don't piss U- them off, man. I think no, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> I think the U.S. is is funding them to do things, and then they just go out and do some other things on their own. Oh, with, yeah, with it could money. be an NSA CIA project yeah, for yeah. all we know. Yeah. You know, just nothing to do. Order pizza and <laughs> hack into the Russian servers. Um, and the last thing, well, two things. Kyle Rittenhouse uh, is seeking an apology from the Joe Biden campaign over an ad that linked him to being white supremacist, yep. which I think he should. He should be suing the shit. Right out of him. Uh, his lawyer's going to be one of the richest men when this is all said and done. And the last thing I got, which I just thought was too fucking funny, <laughs> only in America, people. Only in America. FEMA just updated their emergency procedures for a nuclear strike. Oh, what perfect timing. Uh, the update was put in on February 25th, which is just a few days ago. <laughs> and now it says, again, only America. FEMA recommends that COVID precautions should be followed at the bomb shelter. <laughs> that you should distance yourself at least six feet away from any non-family member or anyone that might be sick. And if you can, wear a mask. As a nuclear missile is exploding. FEMA. <laughs> FEMA. There, there, there is someone getting paid my hard-earned money to make this shit up. I can make this shit up. I, uh, I had the wonderful um, opportunity to work hand-in-hand with FEMA <laughs> for a while. And the level of incompetence I had to deal with was just... And these were government salary people... And it was just great benefits, great pay, and I just could not wrap my mind how these people got these jobs. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing at all. I mean, literally, in the middle of a disaster, we got floods, we had all kinds of shit going on, and these idiots were just more red tape than you could shake a stick at. You know, and just stupid, just just downright stupid, you know, and... The stories I can tell, but I kind of confidentiality I can't. But well, I mean, <laughs> good lord, it is, it, you're right. It's the red tape because if someone doesn't specifically ask or declare themselves a state of emergency, FEMA won't do anything. If I, and I want to, I want to say this was the Katrina hurricane, and someone didn't ask or phrase it the right way, so FEMA's just waiting around. Wait a minute. Let meanwhile, me, let me the manual out. Meanwhile, That's not the correct terminology. <laughs> meanwhile, Walmart has sent three dozen trucks full of water yeah. down there um, to help and everything else. And that, I'm not telling Walmart. Although at the time this happened, Walmart was still a decent company overall, but they've gotten worse. But anyways, um, yeah. So again, while while the government has a circle jerk. Uh, private private sector is taking care of business. You know, uh, speaking of business, uh, kind of go back just a little bit to your, your Ukrainian Russian deal. Um, Shell announced today that they're pulling out all the Russian oil uh, contracts with Russia, yes. uh, which is huge. I mean, that's really a gigantic thing, and that's really uh, awesome of Shell to do that. Um, there are other companies that. Uh, oh, I got to word this really careful. I can get myself in serious shit. There are other companies that have factories in Russia uh, and sell a lot of goods in Russia um, that are based out of here. 
uh, in America and, and, and the EU for that matter. Um, I would hope these other companies uh, would follow suit and uh, shut those factories down and pull their product. Um, well, I'm not going to name if, any particular companies, but uh, you know, they, they know who they are. If they do, that might be a little bit of a wink, wink nod towards China to stay in your own country yeah. and not fuck around right now. Yeah. Um, I still I remember I made the prediction that yeah. China was going to go for Taiwan this year. I still believe that's going to happen. Oh, I think they are too. Yeah, I, I did. I think they saw again. Where's Biden? He's at his home. He's not even in. The, he's not even in the White House. He's no. in his home in his basement again, hanging out. Basement. And, and yeah, that's where he hung out the entire time. <laughs> Biden's in the basement. Well, that's where he is again. And uh, I think the Chinese see this, um, and uh, they're gonna and they're gonna they view Taiwan as a different scenario as Ukraine. And you know, the world unfortunately has always sided with China that there's one China policy. And this is China's way of really making the point we're not, this is not Ukraine, this is Taiwan, it's part of China to begin with. And this is where the quagmire is going to come in. I think Biden will actually, will be forced, forced to militarily uh, respond to China. We're going to, we're going to have to. We're, yeah, in Taiwan, no, we're, we're, we're going to have to. But that was kind of, it may, may not have been Putin's thing per se, but... That was his kind of mindset too. Is that Ukraine used to be part of Russia? Yeah, but they're not. It's not the same thing. The, you know, the Nixon policy. You know, only Nixon go to China. Right. right you know right. that whole deal that uh, we've always recognized the one China policy. We have for fifty years now. You know, China should be one, and Taiwan's not really a country. And that's the view. That's the official view of Amer- as of America of NATO uh, of most European countries. Okay. I think Denmark is one of the few to actually recognize Taiwan as an independent country right. and they've suffered, you know, trade issues know. with I mean, China. It might be, uh, maybe it's not Denmark, I may be misquoting, it's one of the smaller countries, Estonia, no, no, Lithuania, I, one of them um, have recognized uh, Taiwan as an independent country. I, I get what you're saying. So this is, but it's I a think, completely I, different scenario. I think this, I think this Russia-Ukraine thing is going to start a new trend where it has social outrage from countries like us. And I think people view Russia like they view China. China's very modern. They're supposed to be, you know. Oh, China's going to pay a price. So they're not going to oh, take I'm Taiwan. Saying, I'm just saying, they're I, th- I, think, I think there's going to be more outrage about it. Right. But than, than there would have been prior to this. If, if, they, if, they had gone, if they had gone after Taiwan first, it probably would not have met as much resistance as it probably would meet now. Right. That Russia's done this to Ukraine. Right. And uh, I agree with you there. Um, but, it, again, like what happened in Ukraine, the Chinese are in for a fucking surprise yeah. at the time. I really think that they're going to try, get repulsed, and try uh, like a second or third time and get repulsed each time. But the U.S. will get involved. Australia might get involved. The French got an aircraft carrier over there. It's going to be more than one party shooting. You know, it's going to be like an old bar. You know, you have the shootout in the bar. You know, a bunch <laughs> of cowboys with their guns out. Or, Kind of like the same deal is going to happen, I think, over there. But yeah. we'll get to that. It's coming. Hang uh, on your hats. It's coming. What else is Um See, and if I were, if I were, because we got a few minutes for do our shot and move on to aliens. aliens. If I was Lockheed or McDonnell Douglas, I'd be saying to myself, hey, don't we have a couple of prototypes we're looking to test out? 
Well, we, we do. I'm sure can we, we do. Can we throw a quick paint job on those yeah, yeah, to yeah. make sure <laughs> make sure they're not immediately recognized as yeah. U.S. property? And let's send these things over. Let's send over the, the F-93 right. in the stealth <laughs> anal probe and see well, what kind well, of luck we have and, with it. And the thing that's so important about Taiwan I'm is, just saying. But what, what's so important about Taiwan is they are one of the major supply, suppliers of chips yeah, for the entire world, not just for America. We're not going to, we, America, and I can guarantee you other countries are not allowing China to take that shit. It ain't going to happen. The Chinese think that they, they're going to be able to do it. It ain't, we're not going to allow it to happen. They don't quite get that. We ain't going to allow you to do that. This is going to, like what you said, the repercussions for China will be just as great because they're going to be isolated. Their trade's going to fall through the freaking floor. Uh, like people won't won't buy anything that's made in China, you know, Walmart, you know, companies like that are going to have to retool where oh, yeah. they get their merchandise from because they're not able to carry the ship from China anymore because no. no one's going to want it. That's the kind of reproduction uh, repercussions yeah. that China is going to in, inflame when they try to take yeah. Taiwan. So they have no saying, clue what they're in for. This is perfect proving ground for new prototypes. Yeah, it is absolutely. I, I would throw I would throw a rainbow pattern on them <laughs> I would make them either pink or all the colors of the rainbow just to, <laughs> just to fuck with people have this have this rainbow f- colored well just think jet. about just fuck with you just think about where where our fighter technology is here in America so by far, and like you people who think the F-35 is on par with the F-22, you're on crack. Right? The F-22 Raptor is by far the most advanced fighter on the planet that we know of. There's not even anything close. Um, now, they're making them out with the, uh, the F-15 Eagle, the Black Hawk, or the Black Eagle, they're calling it. Black Eagle, it's yeah. stealth technology, and, and it's a whole you know, new, uh, new engine uh, systems, new you know, uh, targeting systems. Everything is going to be new, on the, but it'll be a Strike Eagle. It's based on a Strike Eagle. Uh, the Black Eagle is going to be called, I believe, or something, or the Dark Eagle. Um, so we got that going for us. Um, of course, we have the F-35, which, again, is a great aircraft, but sorry, it's, it's, it's not an F-22 Raptor, okay? It's, it's simply not. Uh, but there are things that we have that we don't know anything about. Well, there is. You know, there we, is. there's definitely there is. craft, this that, is. and this is the kind of shit I'm that we're saying. talking about, the stuff I'm that's unknown. Saying. You know, we don't spend a hundred billion dollars a year a on black run. projects and not have anything come out of it. Do a little you know? test run, do a little field field testing. I'm just saying. Well, you know, I don't know if you uh, read any of the reports, uh, like from the think tanks, but I was going back. Uh, it was a we report should start on a think tank. Yeah, we should. We In should. 2018, <laughs> um, actually, I think it might have been by the uh, the Raytheon Corporation. It might have been uh, commissioned to do it. And they had an assessment of the current NATO forces at the time, and it's actually less now. And this is why you see the NATO countries start to say, holy shit, we need to start spending more money. The French at the time had 178 battle tanks. Mm-hmm. The Germans had a little more than 200, okay? Uh, their ground forces were non-existent. And I had made the, and this is what Trump was trying to get at, that we are NATO, meaning America. We right. are the ones flipping the bill. We're the ones providing the manpower. Yeah. We're the ones providing all the hardware. These other countries aren't doing shit, and they weren't. And that was what the Raytheon, you know, uh, 
think tank came up with, you know, the, what they were commissioned to do. Right. Um, and now you see Germany's like, okay, we're going to hit that two to half to three percent. You know, our budget is going to go three percent to military. Going to start spending massively on the military because they know they can't rely on Russia to be friendly. They just came out that with this mm-hmm. uh, yesterday or today. Oh, you know, the German government did the new German uh, prime minister. Uh, the French did the same thing. Like, holy shit, we need to spend more money on defense. This is ridiculous. And they're not the only countries. Other countries are having the same conversations. You know, and they're going to start tooling up. They're yeah. going to start, you know, making more, uh, you know, tanks and aircraft and uh, more research and development for their armed forces, which they should. I guess so. Good. Okay. All right. We are halfway point. We are at halfway point. And perfect timing. Perfect timing. And again, this is not this Russian is vodka. Smirnoff, which says, says on the label. It's made in Connecticut. So... It says Connecticut. Maybe, maybe it was made in Russia, but assembled in Connecticut. It just has a Russian name. I really don't think it's Russian vodka. I don't think so either. Yeah. Smirnoff? Is that more Jewish? No? No. Okay. That's not. <laughs> what I know. All right. This is vodka. Neither one of us like vodka, but we're doing All it. All right. Well, we got to say a toast to somebody, though. Uh, uh, we can't do Putin. He's really on the bad end. We've done Putin before. Can't do Putin. Putin's bad. Um, I don't know. You know, what's to all the freedom fighters in Ukraine? They deserve it. Don't give them a ride. <laughs> give them ammunition. Uh. <coughs> yeah, that tastes like cough medicine. That wasn't bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. No, no, no. You sure? I'm positive. I'll drink the whole damn thing. I know you will. All right. So, we are at the halfway point. We are switching gears. Oh, yes. We are. Uh, Tonight, extra, extra, extra terrestrial. Extra, 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 extra. extra, This is what we've been talking about doing. Uh, I got to put my reading glasses on. This is Jeff. This is Jeff's area. Yeah. My area expertise. So, I have a lot of information to cover tonight, but I, I figured... I kind of go down like some of the past uh, with me and this stuff, and I, I, I t- titled this "Down the Rabbit Hole" as far as one can go. <clears throat> so, as I was thinking about the entire UFO alien mass of information locked in my little head, gathered over a 35-year period, I remembered why I took a long break from the entire subject many years ago, which I did. I took a long break from it. I had started to really connect a shitload of dots. Uh, together and the information was so overwhelming it was kind of depressing to be honest with you uh, it could almost drive one mad actually uh, the amount of information and once you're able to connect all this different stuff together uh, it really it kind of blows your mind the ramification of how large the subject was but at the same time how small the control group that had access to the information really was the folks who thought <laughs> and I put in quotations mm-hmm. who uh they were in the know when in reality they were strung along like most others uh, with a web of lies and half-truths. Very few have full access to the information. The technology aspect of it uh, from recovered craft um, either given to us or recovered from crashes is broken into many subdivisions. It can never be tracked tracked down to a primary source. Each team of scientists are regulated to one very specific item. They do not possess the clearance to view other items that are directly correlate with what they have in front of them. This type of classification ensures the technology cannot be shared or leaked. It also has a very negative effect. Without being able to see the larger picture of what you're working on, 
from a technology uh, standpoint, you know, like a tree standpoint, it hinders the understanding of what they are working on and drags out the ability to move forward. Uh, so if you cannot see the technology tree, you know, you're seeing one branch of a tree, mm-hmm. it's very hard, I think, to kind of back engineer, re, you know, re, uh, reverse engineer this kind of stuff. Yeah. From what I am able to gather, most of the alien-related information is handled the same way. From biology of the different species to any known information in regards to culture, spiritual beliefs, and agendas. It's a fool's errand to try and decipher why these beings behave in the way they do and what the possible motives or motives would be. They are coming strictly from a human sense of logic, or we are coming from a strictly sense of uh, human logic, with our simplistic understanding of the universe. The truth is we have zero idea how these things think, what drives their motives, we have nothing to compare it to. We as humans can make the argument that if a species was able to travel the vast differences between stars and galaxies, then they have the then they would have to advance enough to become fully peaceful. This could not be more ridiculous an idea in my point of view. We base this on our own standard of humanity, with this wishful thinking that someday we would evolve past our petty belief differences in tribal warfare, which we see isn't even happening today. If we step back for a moment, Hey, hey, close captioning works. All right. If we stick, sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Sorry. If we step back for a moment, it is very clear that humanity has not advanced further on this path. So why would we invoke this fantasy onto another species or species? <clears throat> I love this as a call. I oh, love this. I leave this as a cautionary tale. Be careful how deep you involve yourself with this subject. The enormous task of wading through truths, half truths, lies, deceit. Uh, Freedom of Information Act documents, eyewitness reports, abduction reports, cabinet mutilations, and the list goes on and on. We'll leave you a thousands, leave you thousands of questions for every gem of answer uh, that you believe you have received. Um, and that basically boils down the whole field of alien UFOs is there's so much information out there. And when you get, an, a, and I call it a gem because you, you feel like, oh my God, I figured this out. And I... I was able to relate this with this document and this report over here and this, you know, thing in the past. And, and when you get that gem, it mm-hmm. just, that gem becomes another, like, thousand questions just spawn out of that. It'll actually drive a person mad. It'll right up the, right up the wall. You actually have to take a break, so which I did. Um, so now we're going to get to the Valley of Lies that Feed the Public. This is great. This is this is the the videos <laughs> that pop up that we all love to watch and the specials. Uh, we're gonna have a UFO special tonight, and we're gonna have a the footage from 1947 when an, an alien was dissected. You know this, uh, and take the uh, shit. Will Riker, who played Will Riker? Jonathan Franks. Jonathan Franks from Star Trek actually did this one. So this was the um, the alien autopsy. Uh, it was it was Rick. 1995, 1998, somewhere in that range, and uh, Jonathan Franks was the host of the alien autopsy. So, how this all became about, all right, is this guy named Ray Santelli uh, claims he received the film from the original camera, uh, cameraman from 1947, Roswell, who was in the, uh, the room with the, uh, the surgeons uh, when they were dissecting one of mm-hmm. the uh, dead aliens. Um, apparently, this gentleman lived in Florida, was well within his years, obviously. Um, he needed money. He met a lady in his older years. He wanted to get married. Something by yacht, who knows. But he sold the film. Of course, this is the story. I'm not saying this is true. This is what the story is. So, anyway. 
So Ray Santali and his partner in crime, Spiros, believe it or not, Melrose, were able to provide the documentation of the film, the 1940 film, material to be dated correct for 1947. What I mean by that is, the actual film that was recorded on was from 1947, or dated close to be in that, uh, that date range. Uh, it could have been within a five-year period, uh, which gave a lot of credibility that this could be real. I mean, what are the odds of them finding, you know, film from that area, right. you know, that would still work and not be, you know, ruined from uh, yeah, elements all, all these years later? Film's actually fragile. When you think yeah, about so it. that gave it some factual possibility that this could be real. Unfortunately, this is where the actual factual data stops. The alien depicted in the film was created by John Humphreys, who did special effects for the famed Doctor Who series and later the remake of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, starring Johnny Depp. So this guy, who did all the special effects for uh, Doctor Who, or did a lot of special effects for Doctor Who, uh, the different series right, through right, the right. years, and then, of course, major Hollywood films, came forward and admitted that he was one of the people who did, the, he actually was the guy that created the dead alien that you see in the film, uh, the, the dissecting. Uh, he said they, they recorded it over a seven-week period in his flat. <laughs> a flat, by the way, is like an apartment, just so you know, in Britain, this is a British guy. So this is, you know, and I, apparently John Humphrey's girlfriend was, you know, one of the surgeons, you know, in the gown, you know, I mean, like, so this was completely false, completely fake, so anyone who says that this... This alien autopsy was the real deal. It certainly was not. It was 100% fake. So, Quick segue. Yes. Apparently, there's a gentleman that's come forward that says he was in the Sasquatch suit during the, whatever, the filming. The Patterson Gibbon? Yes. Well, he'd be he, like the 10th person now I'm to just, say that. I'm just saying. Right. So, okay, we'll, we'll skip to that real quick. I'm because, just saying. Right. There's about 10 people now. Well, there was mm-hmm. nine, now we'll make it 10, that claimed that they were the guy in the suit, right? Now, here's the problem with all that. And it, it, this is this is why I love this film. Um, over the years, and you know this, you, mm-hmm. you deal in this field, uh, the more times you copy something, the more degraded it gets. Right. All right, so you see these, these documentaries and the, and the Patterson-Giblin film, it looks very, the Bigfoot's distorted. You know, you can't make out a lot of details. Um, it was, let's see, within the past five years, the widow of, of Mr. Patterson um, actually still had the original, the original, original mm-hmm. video, all right, uh, locked up. She released it, and again, uh, I may be just wrong, it's one of the three. It was either Discovery Channel um, or the History Channel, and or there might be one more, but one of the three of those channels got a hold and they did a documentary and they went frame by frame and reconstructed uh, for the, uh, the Bigfoot special mm-hmm. using that uh, that data. And what you saw in that film, and I'll, next week I'll have the, the correct who yeah. did it and where you can watch it. Um, that film is so precise and so clear, it's scary. You can make out the breast, you can make out the jaw movement, you can see the muscles moving in the back. Um, it was obviously a female Sasquatch. Yep, yep. Um, there's uh, the movement of the, 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 the... And here's the big thing is the locomotion of, of the creature, and especially on the the, re, the enhanced original version of this film now, is you can see how it, the gait and how it walks. Um, 
what they did is they also took a basketball player, I think more than one, and the they use computers to try and generate, you know, these little probes and shit they hook up to you and they can laser mm-hmm. it and they can get all these different points and they're trying to get the athletes to walk in the same way, in the same gait uh, as the Sasquatch did in the uh, Patterson Gibbon film. Nobody could duplicate it because the locomotion of how the leg comes up and the foot comes up at the knee joint and at your ankle, ankle. are com- it's non-human. Humans cannot make that movement. Proven fact, not debatable. It's not a man in a suit. A man cannot do that. It doesn't leave a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. It doesn't leave a lot of possibilities at the point. Once you eliminate the obvious, how improbable or impossible the remaining reality is, that's the truth. truth. Occam's razor. You know. Sherlock Holmes. Yep. That too. So, he got that from Occam's razor. But anyway, all right. Occam's razor was something else. You sure? No, it's Aquan's the same razor thing. something else. No, look it up. Look it up. Occam's razor? Yeah. The simplest answer is usually the right answer. Yeah, but once you eliminate, look it up. That's true. The whole terminology. And he'll say it on the show. All right. All right. So now we're going to move into 1997. The alien interview out of Area 51. A person named as, only as Victor provided the footage. Now, this is, this is some great stuff. This is some great stuff. Um, how he got the footage out and his true identity has never been revealed. Nor has anyone come forward to claim they helped or participated in the creation of the video that you see in the alien interview from Area 51. Now, it's been 25 years since that footage come out, and no one's taken responsibility for, A, uh, being one of the doctors that are filmed, trying to assist the creature, uh, making the creature puppet, if you will, uh, filming it. No one. 25-year period with zero people claiming responsibility for any aspect of it. So if you want to watch Real India, uh, Alien, uh, I believe this is a real video. It's called The Alien Interview out of Area 51 uh, by a man named Victor. Um, watch it because, again, 25 years and no one's cracked, no one's come forward, nobody, not a single thing. It is to me that screams that it's authentic. What's it say? He's looking it up now. The scientific and philosophical rule that entitles should not be multiplied necessarily, which is interpreted as requiring that the simplest of competing theories be preferred to the more complex. So the simplest answer. There's more is to the it. Come on. Uh, or the explanation of unknown phenomena be sought first in terms of quantity. Yeah, that's. Yeah, Arkansas Razor, simplest, simple. That's simplest. The other one's Sherlock Holmes. The other is Sherlock Holmes. Anyways, not just looking it up. All right, kids. All right, we'll, we'll find out for sure. But that's, anyways. Right, regardless. Regardless. Right. Someone, someone said it. Right. Somebody Some, said it somewhere. Someone said it somewhere. Again, this information on the show is never always right. So, okay. We move into so, another false tale of epic proportions. This is my epic. favorite. This is, the, this is the kind of shit I love because you have these, uh, these UFO, you know, get-togethers, these, these uh, paragons, whatever you want to call them. You yeah, know. science fiction, paragons. Yeah. 
you know Ufacans, the terminology. Crypticans, yeah. so, Ufacans, yeah, whatever. They, there you go. That's Mufakans. one of them right there. So Mufa, they, they, they're all over the place. Mufakans. They're big out west, by the way. Really big out west. Yeah, it's big out west. So <coughs> people go to these things, and they're already pre-wired to believe in UFOs and aliens, right, and abductions. They're pre-wired for it. Oh, yeah. They're, in their minds, 100% real. You're not going to convince them otherwise, and this is how it works. So we're going to start with what I believe was written just for these people. The Alien Interview, <coughs> book by Lawrence Spencer, <coughs> the Matilda McElroy story. So this author writes this book about this woman named Matilda McElroy, all right, who claims, she, he claims she worked uh, area, or not area, Roswell in 1947, all right, and she was in the, uh, the army at the time, and she had access to what was going on in uh, July of 1947, which is when the, uh, the supposed craft uh, crashed. The, the, the author never met uh, Matilda McElroy. Uh, he had a 20-minute phone converse, conversation with her uh, 10 years before he wrote the book. So 10 years ago, before he writes this book, he claims that she called him out of the blue and they had a phone conversation about what she witnessed in Roswell, New Mexico. All right, so 10 years later, after the phone call, Mr. Spencer claims he received a package, which he claims he destroyed, so no evidence remains. He claims it came from Miss McElroy. The package had documents and transcripts, allegedly from Matilda O'Donnell McElroy and her experiences at Roswell, 1947, <coughs> uh, the Army Air Force Base. Now, I personally have done extensive researches to confirm that a Matilda McElroy existed, yet found nothing. No records of any kind, including military. Nothing. I can't find this woman existed anywhere. The author claims Miss McElroy to be a senior uh, master sergeant. Senior master sergeant. Uh, woman's, and she received the Woman's Air Force Medical Corp. Wait a minute. Back up. Woman's Air Army Air Force Medical Corp. Retired 509th Bomber Group, Roswell, New Mexico. All right. Woman's Army Air Force Medical Group. That's what she was part of, apparently. The rank of Senior Master Sergeant, okay, didn't exist in 1947. And the Army Air Force went out of existence September 18th of 1947 when the U.S. Air Force was established by the National Security Act of 1947, which Truman, you know, obviously penned in. The rank was not established until 1958. There is absolutely no way that Miss McElroy, if she did even exist, had this rank. All right, so right now we know this is all bullshit. Uh -huh. So, crap. Mr. Spencer has his own website, the author, promoting his books and other items. He was not connected to the UFO field in any way, nor did he have any books that sold well in order to make him a well-known name. So why on earth would this claim Matilda McElroy contact him of all people to dump her story to and 10 years later send him a box full of documents to prove her story only to have him destroy the evidence? Does, does this make any sense? Oops. Yeah. So don't buy this book, The Alien Review, by book by Lawrence Spencer. It's bullshit. Okay? You can if you want. Yes. We're not saying you can't buy the book. We're just recommending that you don't. Yes. So my conclusions are this. He fabricated the story to make a profit off the very gullible UFO believers, which I said before, you can't convince them, you know, anything is fake. It's all real in their minds. UFO books are a big seller. 
They are, even bigger today, believe it or not, uh, to a very specific slice of the public. I'm leaning on this conclusion to be the correct one. Of course, there is option number two. Again, option two, number two is possible. We'll get into why. Perhaps he was used in an attempt to spread disinformation. It is well known that the intelligence community will fabricate stories, fake documents, and send them out to specific targets in order to use them to spread disinformation. They do this to throw researchers off a specific path, provide cover for real top-secret programs, and related information. This is not confined to the UFO field, but all fields that are of the sensitive nature. They will purposely put out this information, doesn't matter what it's about, mm. to mask what they're really doing. It'll be about a fighter jet, a new tank, a destroyer, whatever. Right. You know, this is just something they do. All right. Okay. More possible disinformation. And I, I touched on this, I think, last week. A prime example of this is Tom DeLong from Plink 182 and to his To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science which he found in 2017 is a public benefit corporation. September 2017, the company began offering $50 million worth of public stock through Regulation A uh, crowdfunding campaign. According to SEC filings, as of October 18th, only 1 million of those shares have been sold, and the company had a deficit of $37.4 million, largely from the stock incentive plan for its employees. So they're massively in the hole, okay? This Tom DeLong guy from Blink-182 and his bullshit stars at the Academy, okay? <clears throat> now, and I said last week, if you visit their webpage, you're going to see all kinds of merchandise for sale, a lot of them movies and documentaries and that shit. Uh, now, what's impressive is the board of directors, the members on the board, the ruling council, if you will, <clears throat> They are connected in the intelligence community and military industrial complex and can be proven in their own resumes prove this. You know, these are the former heads of Lockheed Martin, you know, uh, former, you know, intelligence officers for the Northeast region of the United States. These are people well-connected from the NSA to CIA, uh, Lockheed Martin, you know, right. Boeing. These are the who-who of uh, our uh, industrial military uh, industrial complex. Now, because of this, I truly question their motives for the information they have been providing and the question of validity, uh, the validity of the information they have shared at this point, which has become a drip at a time. Right. The tap has been cut off. So even though they've put out a lot of information about UFOs and aliens and that kind of shit and what they think is going on, uh, and they've you know hinted at certain things, um, you, you have to question what their motives are from a group of people like that. You're, you got a company, you're $38 million in the hole, basically. You're dropping all kinds of information. Uh, you're all connected to that field. To the, you know, yeah. you know, you have to question what's real and what isn't. And, are, you know, is Tom DeLong just being a stooge? Is he a stooge? Not knowingly, but being used. Uh, again, as I mentioned last week, this is something they do. All right. Am I boring you? No. You look bored. I'm not bored. I'm listening. Is anyone bored out there? I'm, I'm, right. listen, I'm listening. All right. Do you, you hear my dog barking? I do. I think she everyone. really is pissed off. I think right everyone can hear your dog yeah, barking. Yeah, the dog barking right now, her name is Iris, and she's a Siberian Husky, 50%, and she's also um, Australian Shepherd Blue Healer. Um, and she's not like being in a cage. She's really pissed okay. off. So anyway, there you go. Hoorah! Which is Ukrainian for cheers. That too. 
So I'm going to move on to the MJ-12 documents. Fact or fiction? Have you ever heard of the MJ-12 documents? I have heard of Majestic 12. Yes, Majestic 12. Okay. All right. Where to begin? Around the year of 1984, documents labeled Top Secret Magic Eyes Only started to surface. Magic Eyes. The 1952 documents, okay, were a briefing document for newly president, uh, newly president, president, newly elected president, Eisenhower, and a secret committee created to explore a recovered recovery of an extraterrestrial aircraft from 19 uh, Roswell, New Mexico, 1947, and to keep this work from public examination. The documents totaled seven pages, if memory recalls correctly. There were a list of the original 12 members of Majestic 12 and their functions within the organization. Later, the documents were turned over to the FBI, true story, to determine if the documents were released without authorization, which is a federal crime. The FBI went to the Department of Defense and they were told, and they told the FBI without an investigation, by the way, that the documents were bogus, literally bogus. That's the word they used. Later, the Air Force Office of Special Investigations also claimed the documents as bogus. Again, their word, bogus. And they actually wrote on the documents, uh, Department of Defense, uh, or the FBI did, uh, bogus, 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 bogus. Okay. But here lies the problem. There was indeed a document located in the National Archives that referenced an upcoming meeting with then-President Eisenhower in regards to Majestic 12. Now, what is more intriguing is this document was found out of the correct sequence it should have been located in in the National Archives, <clears throat> which indicates that it was planted. Now, one has to question who would have the acquired access to plant a document in the National Archives, the places like a Fort, no- Fort Knox, all right? Um, you're searched before you go in. Um, you're watched on live camera while you're in there. You can't even wear your coat in there, and you're searched when you come back out again. In all fairness, in all fairness, a rather large gentleman with orange hair (laughs) absconded with 15 boxes. Allegedly. 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 From the National Archive. Allegedly. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. If he could sneak in, as stealthy as he might be. (laughs) With his orange hair. With his orange hair. And sneak, sneak back out. In order to flush those documents down his <laughs> the toilet. toilet. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think anything's possible. Yeah, I haven't Continue. seen I haven't seen Continue. any indication I'm that just, that's a true I'm story. Just saying. I haven't found evidence um, evidence. Have you no seriously? I actually spent some time researching this story because I saw it on Yahoo News. And I haven't found one iota of you know, other than I thought I saw this or this may have happened. There's no evidence. Nothing concrete whatsoever that that transpired. Saying. Not one piece. I'm just no, saying. So right. I'm just saying. So anyway, uh, you can't have a briefcase, backpacks, or whatever. Okay, so you can't go in there with anything. And you can't you come out with anything. Fucking. Even your jacket's forbidden, for Christ's sake. And cart full of bops. So out the door. if the document was planted, it had to be someone with extraordinary access. Okay. okay. What kind of individual or individuals would have that kind of possess? What, who would possess that? President. No. The no kind president. that walks between the raindrops... What kind of people walk between the raindrops? Why the shadow world of our intelligence community? The CIA, the NSA, the groups of unknowns that we don't even know anything about, the secret groups we don't you never even heard of. These are the kind of people that have that kind of access. Yeah, that's true. All right. So my conclusions on the MJ twelve documents. Number one, the documents are real. 
verifying that at one time a secret group of individuals had complete control over the subject and only answered the President of the United States. This conclusion is based on a few factors. Number one, no one, again, not a single person, nobody has come forward in 38 years to claim they were responsible or knew who was for the documents. No one, 38 years. All major hoaxes eventually come out. Someone will always spill the beans. That's just human nature. It is human nature to do so. You're going to tell a secret. Everyone knows this. It's going to come out. Someone's going to say something. Someone who had help making the document. Someone who got the research for the document. Or video or whatever. It always comes out that it's a fake. Like, And that's why I covered the other ones that were fake mm -hmm. first. Okay? No one in 38 years. Other fully declassified and verified documents under the Freedom of Information Act reference a secret group that were in charge of the UFO subject. That's a fact. Through the FBI and Air Force Office of Special Investigations, including the documents were bogus, both the FBI and Air Force released files on the show that showed the word bogus written across the documents. The last page is true President Truman's signature authorizing the documents to be released to the incoming president. Truman's secretary confirmed it was indeed his signature before she passed away. She confirmed that indeed is, yeah, that, that's what he, that's exactly how he wrote. Doesn't mean it can't be fake, but she said it was his. <clears throat> Number four, there are references at Ronald Reagan's presidential library to MJ-12. Some of the documents are still classified and not accessible. The documents that are are date back to 1985, which is before the FBI was aware of the MJ-12 documents. These are interesting little facts that help prove that these were real documents. <clears throat> okay, number five. This is my favorite part of this whole deal. A former CIA agent came forward on his deathbed in March 2013. He was 77 at the time and died of kidney failure. Detailing his involvement with getting Majestic 12 to respond to then-President Eisenhower. Did you give a snapshot of what transpired? Eisenhower was not receiving reports from the current Majestic 12 members working out of the S-4 complex at Area 51. The CIA agent and his boss were called in the Oval Office. They met with Eisenhower and then the VP Richard Nixon. Eisenhower told the two CIA agents that they had requested numerous times project reports from the MJ-12 group who were based in Area 51 S-4 complex. Interesting to note, this is the, uh, in 1989, this is exactly the same S-4 complex that Robert Lazar claimed he worked at. Mm. Okay. Apparently, MJ-12 responded to the president and told him that civilian government authority had no jurisdiction over the top-secret programs that they were working on. Now, Eisenhower was the supreme commander of Allied forces during World War II in Europe. Eisenhower was less than pleased with the response he received. He instructed the two CIA agents to fly out to Area 51 and deliver a personal message for the president. He said, if a member of Majestic 12 was not in his office by the end of the week with a full report, he would take the first army group out of Colorado Springs and invade the base and take it over. He did not care what classified items they were working on. They would tear the base to shreds, end quote. The message was delivered, and the members of MJ-12 were indeed at the president's office within days of receiving the threat from the president. They gave him a proper briefing. Now, Let's not forget President Eisenhower's January 17th uh, farewell address to the nation, <clears throat> 1961. 
This conjunction of immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in American experience. The total influence of economic, political, even spiritual is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must also not fail to comprehend the grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved, so the very structure, so is the very structure of society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of huge industrial and military machine of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that the security and liberty may prosper together. So he knew when he was leaving office. I think it was a pretty well, you know, shot across the bow that they were losing control, mm -hmm. you know, of the information um, of how it was being handled to the military, military industrial complex. And he could see the writing was on the wall. Right. Um, I have one more for you. Now, this comes out of Russia. So if we're talking about Russia, this is a good, great tie-in. Actually, yes. It would you be. know, um, I find it. Aha! You want to see a real alien on live video again? This is one I recommend because this, this shit blows me away. And what blows me away about this particular, uh, these videos, there's four of them, uh, three to actually include an alien, um, is the amount of research by independents, uh, not just, you know, YouTubers, uh, you know, or what Twitter people or whatever. Uh, these are people who specialize in making commercials mm -hmm. and CGI, um, major corporations who have major contracts for commercial making, uh, some Hollywood studios. This video was taken apart and put back together by some of the brightest minds uh, in that industry. And what I found fascinating is they couldn't prove that this shit was fake. I mean, it's just mind-blowing. And when you see the videos, I'm going to give you the links and tell you where to find it. It's going to blow your effing mind. And what surprises me is how many few people actually know this, this video exists and how many people actually viewed it. No. This is crazy shit. So here we go. Real possible footage from none other Mother Russia. And on April 13th, 2011, a new YouTube account was created by a name of Ivan0135. One word. Ivan0135. Four videos have been uploaded to this account by March or for by uh, May 1st. Each video is short. Uh, three show what is claimed aliens from the Zedai Reticuli star system. Now, what's interesting about that is the Zedai Reticuli star system is a binary star system. There's two stars, Zeta-1 and Zeta-2. Now, this is where Beggy and Barney Hill said that the aliens that they encountered, their famous, you know, encounter, uh, came from. This is what they were told by the aliens they came from was Zeta Reticuli. Well, we know is Zeta Reticuli, I should say. Since this date... Long-term and extensive research into the videos themselves for fake, forgery, CGI have been launched and completed. The videos have been verified not to be CGI by multiple expert sources and companies. The search then was on to identify who Ivan1035 was with absolutely zero success. The language translation onto the videos indicates that the source was Russian with a limited understanding of the English language. 
and you'll see this in the videos when you when you see what's written on the videos you know superimposed of what the explanation is it's obviously it's it's someone uh to me that has a very poor understanding of what uh how the english language is uh, 11 years have passed since these four videos were uploaded there have been no claims again zero by any person or group taking responsibility for the footage No other videos have been uploaded to this account since the date of May 1st, 2011, which was, uh, I can't remember what day of the week it was. I want to say it was a Thursday. I could be wrong. <clears throat> experts in human kinet uh, kinetics and experts in animal uh, body motions have studied the films frame by frame, uh, have come to the conclusion that the entities shown are either real or the very best fakes that have ever been recorded on film, uh, Hollywood or not. Experts in the field of special effects for Hollywood have also reviewed the footage, again, frame by frame, and have been unable, they've tried, to duplicate what they have studied. Some of the larger special effect companies took out ads actually offering jobs to anyone who had anything to do with this video because they were so impressed. If they're fake, we want you to work for us. And prove that they faked it and can reproduce the method in which it was done because it would revolutionize how Hollywood did things. No joke, I ain't making any shit up. They, I don't doubt the big, They took out these huge ads, right? <clears throat> Special effects experts are at a total loss on how, if faked, it was accomplished. My collusion, it gets to me. The videos are indeed, eh, the videos do indeed show aliens from another star system and most closely match the beings that are reported from the Zeta Reticuli star system. If you want to view real aliens, go to YouTube, type in Ivan1035, one word again, Ivan1035, and get ready to blow your mind. Your consciousness will do everything it can to pretend what you are seeing is fake, but that is only the defense mechanism to protect each of our versions of reality, which is lacking at best. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan one zero three five. Zero one three five. One zero three five. Zero one three five. Is it zero one three? Yes. No, it's one zero. I just checked. I really you, you, you said it right the first time you said it. Oh my god, I did. But I then I think you were transposing the digits later on. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah, it's Ivan 135. 135. Yeah. And I just checked and you type it in, it comes right up. There's not a lot of Ivan 0135s out there. Right. Uh, alien footage, leak footage, things like that. So I'll, I'll put those links on the website as well. Right. So. And apparently the footage comes from the KGB files, just so you're aware of where it comes from. You can actually, what he's done is you can actually hear, when you watch the videos, you're going to actually hear the clicking of the old reel. And he's actually videotaping the old, what he's right. playing. And that's, you'll hear a clicking sound. Um, and that's how he, he took the footage. Um, cool. And again, he's disappeared. I mean, and no one's claimed no. anything, you know, which is a fascinating story in itself. Um, and it, it'll blow your mind, I man. And the videos aren't long, but there's enough to, like, you'll see. You've got to watch. Have you seen this stuff? I think I may have seen one of them. Oh, my God. It's, it'll, it'll blow your mind. It'll just literally blow your mind. All right, so we do have... you want to say anything before I get on to the next thing? No, go on. Right. Right. We do have a, uh, a... Let's see. This one. Da, 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 da. We have a Bigfoot report. Ooh, ooh. And we have a UFO report. And I picked out the state of Virginia for these both. 
because we do had someone in Virginia download every goddamn show for some reason. Pretty, that, pretty sure that was the CIA. But yeah, it could have been. Uh, me and my dumbass ideas of sending out letters sure that was to the CIA, but go ahead. People within the intelligence go, community go asking for trouble. Pretty sure. Not one of the brightest things I've done, I'll tell you that. It's like the time I called the president. Yeah, not not good. Not good. Anyway, uh, that's another story for another time. I was a kid. All right, uh, so we're going to get to the Bigfoot story. <clears throat> so it's the summer. It's August. Uh, I think it was uh, August 7th, 2014. Around 6 o'clock in the evening. Uh, the lighting was good. It was a bright day. A little shady under the trees. Uh, the Rockingham County of Virginia. Uh, location details. We had parked on the side of the road at Blue Hole on Route 33 and started hiking from there. We were approximately two miles up into the forest. Nearest town, Raleigh Springs, Virginia. Nearest road, Route 33. Observed. This evening was approximately 6 o'clock in Rockingham County, Virginia. My friend and I were out on a hike in George Washington National Forest, a few miles off Route 33, close to the West Virginia border. Upon being out for several hours, we stopped to rest and eat. We rested for 20 minutes or so. When we stood up and turned around, we could see down the mountainside. Something was standing there. We could see two legs, and it looked like a hand, possibly on its head. It looked... It looked like a brownish-red color, even though we were so high up we could still see it was huge. We both pulled our phones to try and get a picture of it, and it walked off, and that was the last we saw of it. If it was a bear, it was not like any bear I'd ever seen. It had no clue. We had no clue what it was. Uh, we observed it up to a minute and a half. Uh, right before we saw it, maybe four minutes before, we heard an animal. It sounded like it was in distress. Uh, my other witness, my friend, saw it. He was putting on his backpack and said, Hey, look at that. Uh, other stories. I've heard stories of people saying they've seen a large hairy creature up in that area. In my experience in hiking, I've never seen such a thing. Uh, what's interesting about, and I, the reason I picked this for uh, Virginia, because A, uh, obviously what I pre previously, uh, previously mentioned, uh, was this particular area of Virginia, the Rockingham County area, does have a lot of Bigfoot reports. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most, actually, in Virginia. So uh, a lot of people seen it, a lot of people heard it, or these things or whatever. Uh, there could be a small population of these creatures uh, living in that area. So, interesting big report. Now, are you a full report? This is actually from uh, 2020. And this is Linda, Virginia. Uh, looked like it was September 21st, 2020. Uh, the time of the incident uh, was about uh, 5 o'clock. Uh, in the evening or uh, late afternoon, if you will. Witness, uh, witness countless orbs and actual flying saucer. Standing on my back steps outside and looking up at the sky close to where the sun was. The sun was just behind the top of a tree branch and this is why I could stare right at the vicinity of the sun. While doing so, I observed countless white orbs like objects. Some were streaking by, some going very slow. I even saw some intersect each other, stop for a second, and shoot off the other way. After observing this for about 20 minutes with binoculars, I went and got my wife. She also observed the white orbs. Then it got very interesting. While me and my wife were still watching, I saw a darker object, which at first I thought was a bird. I kept watching it, and I noticed it was moving oddly, and in a certain movements was very bright reflection coming off of it. 
It became apparent to me that this wasn't a bird, so I grabbed my binoculars for a closer look, and to my amazement, it was in fact a flying saucer in every sense of the word. When observed through binoculars, it was reddish metallic color and clearly a saucer shape with a dome on top, all seamless. The object was visible for about 30 seconds or so, but I only observed it with binoculars for about the last five seconds, since I thought it was a bird for the majority of the time before I put the binoculars on. It was truly an amazing experience and changed my thoughts on what we perceive as reality. Imagine that! See it? Believe it. And you believe it. And you believe it. Same way, all the paranormal fields. Yes. Mm, not just you UFOs. Have to, not you just have to experience cryptids. it. Cryptids. But we get back to the Majestic 12 documents. Um, the, the, the first 12 members um, are just, look them up. They're still on the internet. You can find them. You can find the 12 members in Majestic 12. Uh, you can look up each person. And, you know, uh, Stanton Freeman, who's now passed away, uh, nuclear physicist, Ph.D., mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this was interesting. He was giving lectures. He was invited by the Air Force um, for many years to give lectures about the reality of UFOs to the fighter pilots. It's not a joke. It's all documented. It's not even, uh, uh, it's never been refuted by the Air Force. They, they acknowledged that Stanton Freeman did this as part of their records, by the way. And they invited him. And he would actually give seminars to their fighter pilots uh, in their academies, uh, getting them ready for what they would witness in the skies that they couldn't identify UFOs. The reality of UFOs, as it was called. Um, so anyway, he's a nuclear physicist. He's worked on top-secret programs for the U.S. government, um, you know, Los Alamos, whatever. And, of course, he was uh, a keynote speaker for the Air Force uh, and giving uh, briefings uh, to their pilots uh, in the Air Force Academy. Um, he did extensive research uh, on the MJ-12 documents. And I think he may have been one that found it in National Archives, the document I referenced that was talking about the media come up. He, uh, he also went, you know, and, uh, you know, when you're an investigator on things like this, you kind of sometimes pretend you're someone who you're not. So he would go, um, a lot of these original members of Long Dead, um, some of their spouses were still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, their spouses or children were. And he had access uh, to the diaries. And it was quite apparent that some of these members in the diaries were leading a double life. They were, they never referenced Majestic 12 directly, but they acknowledged the fact that we were part of a secret group investigating something that was beyond top secret. Uh, in fact, it had the classification, as one person wrote in the diary, higher than the, uh, the atomic bomb at the time. Mm-hmm. So the classification was higher than the technology and the secrets behind the atomic bomb. That's the type of subject we were talking about. So uh, not only was able to verify that, but he was the one that hunted down Truman, or uh, yeah, President Truman's uh, secretary, and was able to get her to sign the, uh, you know, the uh, the acknowledgement that that was indeed Truman's signature on the last page of the MTA 12 documents. Um, and the story goes on and on, but Stanton Friedman was uh, paramount in providing the, the investigation into the documents to prove, or at least help prove, that more likely they were, in fact, a real group of people at one time. Now, is Majestic 12 still around? Does people take over? We don't know. But there's obviously people somewhere that have access to the information, well-funded, that are outside normal military, uh, normal military circles and outside normal you know, NSA, CIA uh, circles. 
Um, it was uh, Senator Barry Goldwater, who was actually a Republican nominee for president. Uh, it was a 60, what year was it? 68. Could have been 68. 68 was an election year. All right. So. 68, 72. Yeah. 172. Yeah, no, it was in the 60s, but yeah. he was the Republican nominee um, for president, Senator Barry Goldwater. And uh, he wrote numerous times, he talked about it in film actually, he tried to get access to the UFO files. He went to uh, General uh, oh, LeMay, actually, who was the head of uh, Air Force Command in the 60s. And he had, act, had, had asked General LeMay if he could have access to the UFO files. He said, quote, unquote, hell no, don't you ever ask me again. And he blew off the senator. You know, and the senator's like, well, he, Joint Chiefs of Staff just told you to go fuck yourself. He wasn't going to push the issue. No, no. You know? Uh, Not back then. You know, Jackie Gleason was a big UFO buff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this about Jackie Gleason. Honeymooners. And uh, Smoking the Bandit. Great actor. <sighs> great, great movie. But anyway, getting back, Jackie Gleason. Uh, actually, Jackie Gleason actually designed a house he lived in. It was shaped like a UFO. A lot of people don't know about this. I ain't making this yeah, shit up. Uh, yeah, there's little facts that I know, right? Crazy shit. He actually had a house that was shaped like a UFO. Uh, because he was so fascinated, but he saw one. And he could never wrap his mind about, like, around what he had saw. And it haunted him as a person. And he was really good friends with Richard Nixon. A lot of people didn't know about this. And he was at the White House numerous times. But he claims, or like, well, let me back up. He never claimed. His ex-wife, or not ex-wife, his wife, because uh, he passed away claimed that one night he came home and he was all excited and she never seen him this excited because he wasn't that kind of person and he said I gotta tell you something I gotta tell you something you can never tell anyone and da 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 I gotta take this to my grave I promised the president I would this is when uh, Nixon was president and he said he uh, met with the president and the president knew he had this great interest in UFOs so he arranged something and he took him out to a, a base somewhere didn't tell them where they were going. Blindfolded them. They had to blindfold and all this shit. The president knew where they were going, but he didn't know where they were going. I think I heard something about this a long right. time ago. And he got to see alien bodies. He actually got to see the alien bodies in status, you know, that had been recovered from this crash or that crash. It was more than one crash. And it just blew his mind because now he's like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's real. And he couldn't tell anyone. And it drove him nuts that he couldn't talk about it. But, he, again, he gave his word. So interesting little tidbit out of history. A lot of people don't know about. Nixon was like that. Yeah. Gave Al, Elvis a badge. <laughs> he did give Elvis a badge. Al, Elvis wanted to be a special FBI agent. Yeah. yeah. To help with the drug problem. Yeah. Got him a badge. He was doing drugs the entire time. Nixon. <laughs> tricky dick. Yeah. Only Nixon going only, to uh, China. Only Nixon come go to China. China. Yeah. 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 Walking <laughs> proper. <laughs> right. True story. <laughs> so. Richard Nixon's back again. Yeah. <laughs> so. Billy Joel song. We didn't start the fire. Um, oh. So I don't know where I was going with all that story, but I've seen a little thing. Yeah, there's probably a little facts, little facts. Yeah, there's, I'm trying to think what show that was. I was watching, yeah. I remember hearing something about that where it must have been nice. The president just took this person out and. Want to see some aliens? Yeah, I'll show you yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Richard Mucka Nixon. <laughs> that wasn't empty. Oh, well, that's cool. That's you know, it, and it's, I, it's interesting. I have another story. Um, there was a young man who worked in the White House, and uh, 
he was a lower level, you know, he he had he had been an Air Force One before, you know, so he had encountered the president at the times from time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, brief conversations, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mr. President, how are you doing today? Right, right. You know, you didn't really talk to the president unless yeah, yeah, you, you know. had something to talk about. So he was on Air Force One, and uh, they were flying to Hawaii. I, I want to say it was Hawaii. I could be wrong. Maybe it was Bermuda or some shit where. But it was uh, actually JFK, John F. Kennedy. And uh, this young man, and, you know, he, the president said, hey, you know, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm doing this, that, sir. And he's like, well, come on, hang out for a few minutes. So he sat down, and the president had documents in his hand and had top secret this and UFO written over here. And, and he, you know, he didn't want to stare. You know, he knew it was top secret. He knew, right. you know, ramifications of doing that kind of shit. And the, the president, you know, saw that he looked and looked away. So he took the documents, he put them down. And uh, he looked at the young man. He goes, you want to know something? <laughs> you know, yeah, sure, Mr. President. He goes, just so you know, they're real. I'm going to leave it at that. And apparently, just, you know, he goes, they're real. And it was in relation to what the young man, he, the president never said UFOs are real. He never said aliens are real. He just said they're real. Just so you know, you know, because you can see the curiosity in yeah, the man. Yeah, I get that, but you just, know, <clears throat> they're real. These fuckers are Chatty Cathy. Yeah, well, some of them are, some of them are. You know, some of them are, and some of them are. I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, Trump came pretty close to spilling the beans, I thought, a few times, interviewed about that shit, especially after the footage came out in Fox. Yeah, well, it was in the White House. He's being asked questions. Okay. Well, you know, before it was Trump was like, nah, there's nothing to it. You know, people are seeing, I don't, you know, people aren't lying, but they're just not seeing what they think they're seeing, whatever, he, how he phrased it. But he changed his tune after the footage came out. He's like, right. well, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> then the Space Force comes about. We need the Space Force immediately. You know, uh, he changed his tune. Um, one of the presidents who changed her tune in the opposite direction was uh, actually... Uh, Jimmy Carter. Carter, yeah. Jimmy Carter had a UFO experience. I want to say it was 1974, 73 or 74. Witnessed with a ton of other people. They set up, you know, they went on for like 10 minutes. It wasn't a short period. And he was he was just blown away by what he saw. So he started pounding on doors before his president, asking questions. No one tell him shit. So when he got elected to be president, you know, at the time, uh, the head of the CIA was none other than George fucking Bush. Bush. You know, so he went to George Bush and said, look it, I know what I saw private conversation again um i want to know what mm-hmm. what we know about these things and bush told and i'm making a he told him he said you don't have the proper clearance to look at that basically told him to fuck off he told the president i said fuck off um jimmy carter fired george bush you no longer had the cia after that mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know if you know this or yeah. not yeah <clears throat> true story where'd george bush end up running for president Against Jimmy Carter. Right. And he lost to Reagan, and Reagan picked him as a running mate. These are all true stories. And we never had a vice president or then president or become a president who was also the head of the CIA at one time. These are all new groundbreaking things happened in that time frame. So you're mm. former CIA agent, head of the CIA, becomes vice president, then he gets elected president of the United States. Crazy. Just absolutely nuts. Bye. I agree, one hundred, yep, one percent. History facts. Fun. Yeah, that's a guy didn't have any plan. 
What's that? I didn't hear any plans, so I'm glad you got historical facts. Yeah, I did. I have a lot of historical facts. Uh-huh. My mind is full of useless oh, shit. Useless. No one else would have... Completely useless. That makes it entertaining. Yeah. It does make it entertaining. People don't know these things. Oh, all right. We are almost to our point, so let's tie things together. <clears throat> just God bless. Water. Just God, water. Just, well, just water. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, and, thoughts and prayers out to Ukrainian brothers and sisters. May there be a swift end to this conflict. We are the world. Well, the swift end that works in their favor. I think Putin's idea of a swift end would be a lot different. Push, pushing a button, I think that's <laughs> idea of a swift That's not the swift end we're talking about. At least now nah, I'm not talking about that. Um, He's got little person syndrome. He's got little person syndrome, like Napoleon, little guy, right? Had to invade everything, right? Napoleon really wasn't yeah. that little. Out, no, he was. Napoleon was short. He had a fucking not for, the time, not for the time. Yeah, he, dude, he was, he was five, like he was, he was five, five foot four. He was five six. Five four. Um, Alexander the Great, five foot two. Five foot two, Alexander yeah, Great. You sit on the open, you look big. Yeah. Oh, that was look, little people, little okay. people want to conquer shit. Putin's not a big guy. He's not tall. I heard he's shorter in other ways too. So well, no, no, some, let's go. Let's go shirtless. So he might be. <laughs> but that, but that plays into psychology of the guy. Think about it for a minute. You always see him out in the wild shooting boar shit, hiding the, you know, you know, waist up naked on the back of an elephant or some shit, yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. And that's all to project this masculinity. I'm strong. I'm Russian. I'm the leader of Russia. That's a, you know, that's a whole psychological aspect of things. You know, maybe he's a very insecure person. He needs to do that. You know. I'm saying it's. Not, and this whole this whole not, episode. Not saying wrong with it, but it seems a bit. This gay. whole episode going gay. into Ukraine could be a psychological a bullshit, man. We don't know. You know? And maybe, look Nothing at, wrong with you know the interesting thing about this thing, too, and I haven't seen the news bring this shit up, which is shocking, by the way, right? News not bring something up? When he met with the president of France, it was just like a few weeks ago, Malcaram, Mukaram, whatever the yeah, fuck his yeah. name is, right? They were at this long table. The f- table had to be like 50 feet long. Did you see that? What was at each end? It was like oh, something out of a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, why the hell are they sitting so far apart? It doesn't make any sense. They just got done watching Batman, and <laughs> that's how he had this dinner right. with. That's how he had his dinner with uh, Vicky Vale. That was a great movie. But here's the interesting thing about uh, Putin, right? So apparently, the scuttlebutt is he doesn't let anyone within 40 feet of him, like unless they've been vaccinated and Co- double, triple Co- checked. He's, he's worried he's about CDC. He's worried about getting COVID, which indicates perhaps there's another medical issue wrong with the man. Maybe he has a heart disease, or maybe he has a heart problem, or maybe he has strokes, or, or maybe excuse me, diabetes. There's something else going on with him that he's definitely afraid of getting COVID, or he wouldn't have these large distances yeah. between people. There's psychological shit going just on there. Jack pussy. I'm just pointing this stuff out. This is stuff I noticed. Cause I'm crazy. Just Jack pussy. Same. Just a or maybe that too. I would say just giant pussy because I got tons of medical issues and I've had COVID at least once, if not two or three times. So, yeah, but maybe he's one of those like people like this gets really worried and crazy, and fearful. Like I'm scared of spiders. Like you wouldn't fucking believe. So maybe this is like his spider shit, you know? Like if a spider went up here right now, I'd be running out of here like fucking crazy. Look, spiders. 
Steaks, no problem. Steaks, no problem. No, nothing, none of that shit. Only, you know what? The big cockroaches, they're like spiders. They freak me out, too. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like big cockroaches. Yeah. All right, so all, yeah. all you in Langley listening, if you just, <laughs> if you just mail Jeff a UPS package full of tarantulas. No, tarantula bot. Well, well, yeah, they're big spiders. They're big yeah, spiders, they're, dude. Yeah, that would scare the shit out of me. I would... I would hope anything yeah. that runs up in this basement scares you. Yeah. The kids, that tarantula be pooping your pampers. Yeah, the kids wanted a tarantula. I said, there's a fucking way that's ever happening in this house. Get that shit right out of your mind. <laughs> Never happening. Yeah, tarantulas are crazy. I mean, they're not crazy. There's Most times they're docile, but the hairs on them are... Actually, the hairs of tarantulas were originally used for itching powder. Really? Did you know that? No, I did not know that. So these things they get useless fact. They're just more of it. Yeah, I got lots. Believe me, I got lots too. And I, I try not to interject him when Jeff's talking because I don't want to make fun of what he's saying because I know it's not funny what he's saying sometimes. But it's I, funny what I say. I, 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 my speech impediment doesn't help things. Like, what was the name of the couple? Barney and Clyde. Barney and Betty Rubble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Betty See? and Barney Hill. <laughs> all right, Hill Rubble. Probably all the same. Day. They don't fret. The interrupted up. journey they, is the name of the book. The interrupted journey. Okay, see, read the book. I didn't want to interrupt. Journey. I didn't want to interrupt. No. Just journey. Yeah, now he's he interrupting me. To you. Yeah. So I, I didn't say because yeah. believe me, there was a there was a Flintstone joke in there, and let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> let it slide. Like were they out walking their car when they saw him? You know, was Fred? We will with do them? that. We will do that story someday. Did they have Bam Bam with them? I don't know. It's a great story. Okay. Anyways, so sorry. Where were we with this? I don't know, but this is just what we do. Anyways, uh, I'm good. Well, I'm not, but I'm through it tonight. How about you? You got anything? Uh, I had something. You got anything left? We got on this whole tangent. I don't know what the hell I was going to say, but that's okay. That happens somewhere. God bless Ukraine. God bless the ghost of Kiev. Ghost of Kiev. Ghost of Kiev. Yeah. But yeah, get back to Putin. So anyway, uh, maybe he has a medical problem and, you know, he's afraid of getting COVID, you know? Oh, story. You said tarantula. Tarantula. True story. True So I used to work in this grocery store that starts with a W when I was a kid. And I can't name it. Wegmans? You know, it could be then. Walgreens? Nope. Okay. Wegmans definitely could be. Did you work at Wegmans? When I was a kid. When it first opened. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, from time to time, believe it or not, uh, you would open up a banana box if you were in the produce section. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I got a story. No, and this is a true story, dog. No, I got a true And there'd be a dead, no. dead freaking tarantula in the box. Okay. No, and making the, no, no, one I'm time not. there was a live one, and everyone in the store went ape shit. But, you know, people were driving, ah! Girls screaming. It was crazy shit. Like, you would thought, you know, that, like, Jack the Ripper was in there or something. I mean, it was, it was crazy shit. I'll never forget it as long as I live. But normally you would find them dead in the banana boxes. So. So, so, true story, tarantulas. So, so I was working for another large retail chain because of W. <laughs> and I was. And I was um, back in the produce department. And we were trying to get ready for, every month you come in and do a clean inspection, yeah, things like clean that. clean inspection, yeah, yeah. So back in one of the manager's desks, they've got one of those yellow crates. Right. Like a little, like a meat thing. Oh, yes. I don't know if I told you the story. No, no. So I'm listening. It's just it's cellophane up and shit. And like, what the fuck is that? I think, oh, we found that in one of the. I think it was bananas. So 
I look closer, and they've got a black widow spider <laughs> that they fucking adopted. <laughs> they had it. They had it cellophane into this meat bag, and they had built a little web in there. It was crazy. I said, "Are you people fucking nuts?" I said, "Put that shit in a dumpster now." I said, "Oh, I need a state inspector to be coming through here and claim this and find that you've made a black widow spider the mascot of this goddamn store." <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, that's Unbelievable. awesome. Um, there are things called banana spiders. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, no, I did not. They are they are yellow, and they are very long and skinny, and when they stretch out, they blend into the banana. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. And that's, that's the more common thing you find in the mm-hmm. banana boxes, or these fucking banana spiders. <laughs> but tarantula's possible. Obviously, Black Widow, because, hey, that's our new mascot for wow. the store. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I got so, it. yeah, kids when they're young. I got this great story. All right, so my young days at another particular retailer, when I was working my way up the corporate ladder, I was in charge of this, uh, this bakery in this meat room at third shift. And it was this, this baker, and we'll, we'll call him Dick. I seen that was the real name. We'll call him Dick. And Dick was highly, highly intelligent. He was an older man. He was probably in his 50s at the time. Highly intelligent. Hell of a baker. But he had an alter ego called Richard. I'm not making this up, right? So, me and Dick got along. But when Richard showed up at work, because I was a, you know, I was an authority figure, Richard didn't like me. So, Richard always make little remarks about, you know, shooting me or watching me die or whatever. Nice. It's crazy shit. Yeah, right? One night, I was doing something. I was kind of bent down on the floor doing something with a box. He came up behind me and put his finger to the back of my head and did a click, click, click sound, right? And I was about to leave my my honeymoon at the time. I'm making this up. I'm like, this is crazy shit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know, I knew he had issues, so you don't you don't push the issue with people like that. I'm like, whatever. So when I'm vacation, and the store managers, you know, the store manager, yeah. his name was Paul. He knew, he knew this guy was a yeah. guy. He, everyone knew. So that Dick was a real Richard. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. So I had bought gifts for everybody, you know. Oh, honeymoon gifts, you know. Man. And I got Richard a toy gun. I thought it was funny. You know? <laughs> it's so... I come back from my honeymoon. I'm handing out the gifts. And third shift, I hand Richard the gun. He's so happy to have the gun. So anyway, that night he got pissed off at me. By the morning, he was, I was his friend. And then that morning, he wanted to kill me. Even though I took him, I drove him home every night and dropped him off. Jesus. Yeah, I would, you know, because I was on my way home anyway, so I'd give him a ride home. Okay. <clears throat> Another thing about if you see this guy walking, by the way, he carries like $1,000 in his pocket, and he walks down deserted roads to get home, so if you want money, <laughs> just tell you. Anyway, just didn't tell that part of the story. Crazy. So, the next morning, he comes in, I guess, to complain about me or something, right, mm-hmm. to the store manager. And... The manager's already not happy with him. We'll call him Paul. Dick did something to someone else, and he had to call Paul or Dick anyway to talk to him. So Dick thinks he's going to be funny. So he has that toy gun. He brings it in the store. He, the door's open, and one of the other supervisors that I know very well was in the office with Paul at the time. He comes around the corner, <laughs> pulls out the gun, and says, Hey, Paul! <laughs> and here's Paul sitting at the computer desk and just drops his arms. His mouth dropped. He went white. He thought he was about, because he knew the guy was crazy. Yeah. He thought he was going to be blown away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it turns out to be a toy gun. 
So he got fired on the spot. <laughs> you got for him. He got fired on the spot for the gun I bought him, right? So the next night, I come into work, and there's Paul waiting for me. He goes, yo, I uh, fired Dick, you know. I go, oh, really? He goes, yeah. I heard you bought the goddamn gun, Jeff. <laughs> what were you thinking? It was a gift. I was thinking Dick knew how to handle it. Richard had the problem. <laughs> You're right. Which one pointed the gun at you? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, well, who pointed it? He didn't think it was funny. Did oh. not, he did not no, think that see, was funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I never laughed so hard in my life when I found that out. I mean, like, because the other supervisor told me what happened. You know what? He goes, Jeff, I was there. You should have seen it, dude. It was still, like, the best thing ever. You know, and I I literally, I was laughing so hard because, you know, I bought the gun. You know, and it was all yeah. these little. No, I, I, I was on the floor holding oh, my, my gut. I was laughing so hard. It was a great moment. Oh. Those, One of the best moments ever. Those days way back. Yes. The youngin' days. Way back when. Yep. Way back right. when. Last right. words, Jeffrey. Um, keep watching the skies. Keep watching the skies. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, We will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.